The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Lady Love. Lady Love. So the Chronicles of Teardrop have finally come to an end. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. Lady Love, you are not going to believe this shit. It was literally like a Jerry Springer episode at work the other day. Whoa, what happened? So obviously, as you know, he's been like fucking stalking me and being mad weird and whatever. So I was complaining about it like I always do. And I was like complaining to Dev about it. And then we do this like morning meeting. And I literally never go to the meeting. Like I'm always working during this meeting. But this day I got like kind of pulled into it. So I'm standing there after the meeting and I'm talking to Dev and then fucking teardrop walks into my line of sight purposely just to say hi to me. And then Dev just turns around and looks at him and he like snapped and he's like, you've been told to leave her alone again and again and again. (laughs) And then they start yelling at each other. And I was like, oh, my God. And I just look at Dev and I'm like, do not get fired because we are about to buy a house in like two days. (laughs) So the, and then teardrop, he's like branching as fuck. And he's like, Well, how about we just take this outside? And I'm like, oh my I God. I swear to Jesus, like <laughs> love. I just and I'm like, oh my God. So I literally just look at Dev and I'm like, please don't get fired. And I like walk away and just go back to the shop. I don't even know what to do. And then teardrop being a little bitch. And he just keeps like walking by Dev and he's like, We could just fight. Let's just fight. Bam, bam, bam. And then like, get out. Yeah, it's crazy. And then all the managers keep coming up and they're like, what happened? What's going on? And I'm like, what do you mean? What's going on? This fucking psychopath has been stalking every single woman in this warehouse for months. And then he just so happened to do it in front of Div. Bad day. And I was like, like, I didn't even see it coming. Literally didn't see it at all. I was just standing there and then he did his fucking stupid wave and I just kind of like waved him off as I'm talking to Dev and then he just snapped and I was like, oh, here we are now. This is what what happened after that. So teardrops from like Virginia or something like that whole group of the contractors and stuff. They're all from West Virginia. Okay. So they drive up here and then they drive back down on the weekends or something. Wow. Really? Yeah. So they basically like separated him and dev dev went about doing his job he was supposed to go about doing his job but he was still being a little bitch and he kept like talking shit trying to get dev to fight him and i'm like the good the one good thing is that like dev has self-control because like 25 year old Mm -hmm. me would have been like fuck it all and then i would have fought him yeah let's let's go outside bitch yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) then we would have lost house and all that other stuff so i was like just don't do it just let it go like whatever and so his boss came in and told our bosses that they were just going to let him stay until Friday. And then on Friday, when they all drove back down to Virginia, he was just going to leave them there and tell them that he's not working for <laughs> our company anymore. <laughs> oh, shit. Which they should have done that from the fucking beginning. Like, this dude's a fucking psycho. And then I was complaining mm-hmm. about it to Mike and the one chick, Sam. She walks up and she's like, you talking about the guy with the teardrop tattoo? And I was like, yes, how'd you know? She's like boy that guy's been begging me for my number every day and i tell him i got a husband and he just don't care and i'm like let me need to chill they should have fired him after the second time like i'm surprised that like isn't it common sense that most companies would be like you know what sir i talked to you once i'm talking to you a second time there's not gonna be a third 
So how about you get your shit together and stop harassing the women? Exactly. But that's the thing. They told him that. And then he would like come around and not like directly hit on me. He would just like be mad weird and like stand awkwardly close to me at all fucking times. And like, hey, "Hey, just so you know, I'm single. Like, cool. Great. Still not going with you to fucking Olive Garden, bro. Like, (laughs) I didn't give a fuck the first time. I definitely don't give a fuck the second time. (laughs) Nothing's changed here. No. And oh, Lord Jesus in heaven, laid love. I was just like, this is ridiculous. Like, I was just so mad. And I was also mad for him because even I wanted to fight him at that point. Like, but you just can't. Like, being an adult sucks sometimes. Because when you're a kid, you could be like, fuck it, I don't care. And you just fight somebody and then you live in your car for a while and you're fine. But now that I'm old, I can't do that no more. Like, (laughs) damn, like, love. Listen. It was about time that they did it. And honestly, it was probably meant to happen because if Devin would have never freaked out, this dude would probably still be coming to work next week. He would have. And he would have still been doing the same shit. Like, And obviously, no management is doing anything about it. No. And it was funny because it was literally the week we had to do our New York State sexual harassment training. Come on, guys. That's what I'm saying. And like in the video, it was like people that are affected by the sexual harassment could be... uh could be allowed compensation for their troubles and all this stuff. And I'm like, bitch, where's my raise? I've been getting harassed for months. That's right, lady love. Pay me for my, what is it? Emotional disturbance or? Yeah, my fucking emotional distress having this big headed motherfucker with his greasy ass head all up in my face all the time. Damn. So last week of work for him. Oh yeah. He hasn't been here since last Friday and lady love. I was waiting to tell oh, you this. so that happened last week. Oh, I yeah. thought it was this week that was going to be his last week. Oh, good riddance. Oh, my God. No, this is the first week without him. And I got to say, definitely happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> is it a lot more relaxed at work now? Yeah. And then, of course, fucking Ivan, the one guy that I do like, he keeps being an ass. And like Devin was walking with me the one day and Ivan goes, hi, it's Jason's best friend. And I was like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> you little <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so glad he's gone. They love. It's like I'm like, okay, great. Now I don't have to stab him with my rainbow colored knife. <laughs> yeah. Or be on the lookout, Lady Love. Cause that dude, oh my god, I feel like that would have been the one guy like you're walking out of work in the parking lot, going to your car, all of a sudden a fucking car pushes up, somebody pushes you in the trunk, and then you're fucking gone. Oh, Lady Love, why do you think I stopped parking in the back of the warehouse? I started parking on the side. Where there's like no cars that can park next to you and shit. Cause that fucking That's psycho. Not okay. Yeah, no, That's fuck not that. Okay. I was not about to get pushed into somebody's trunk and sent to Mexico. <laughs> it's not happening. I'm not doing it. I'm so glad he's gone, Lady Love. It, even I feel relieved after that. Lady Love. It was gonna oh, be damn. either that or I was gonna murder him and say I didn't do it. Because yeah. who we cut out the teardrop, keep it as a memento. Oh yeah. I would have like dried it up. <laughs> And like stuck it on my <laughs> stuck it on the wall next to my cart. <laughs> What's that? Nothing. <laughs> a reminder of why people shouldn't fuck with me. I know. I feel like in the underworld movie, you know how they had that book of like vampire skin, and it was like old dried up skin from all these vampires yeah. telling a story. It'd be like that, except it had the little teardrop, and I would have drew little like <laughs> two eyes <laughs> and a and a frowny face right on the teardrop. <laughs> oh God. I'm so glad he's gone. 
golly, that's awful. I know. Like, I'm usually not a person where I'll say anything. So I'm like, okay, it's a person's job. You don't want to fuck with their job, whatever. You know, it's their their means of living. But this dude, fuck this dude. He's a psycho. He was a psycho. Like, how many times do you have to repeat the same thing to a person before it's like, you know, I said no last week to going out on a date. It's not going to change this week, sir. You know, so here we are again. Okay, see you tomorrow. Uh, All right. (laughs) I don't necessarily want to see you again, but. No, I'd rather never see you again. And every time I'm off, too, he'd come up to me. He'd be like, oh, I was looking for you yesterday. You weren't here. Oh, really? I went on vacation and he's like, you were gone for a while. Where were you? None of your business. Oh, my God. Fucking psycho. The hilarious thing, though, Lady Love, was like. As soon as Dev said something to him, he's like, well, who are you? And Dev's like, her boyfriend. <laughs> For the Have last you not three been years. listening to what I've been saying? <laughs> he's not an imaginary person. He's right here. He's probably like one of those people where they think that just because someone says they have a boyfriend, it's a lie. Like, no, it's some most times it's a lie. Yeah, but this time it wasn't a lie. But even if I didn't have one, I still would have lied and said I did. <laughs> Oh my god, to get away from that creep, anyone would. Yeah. Fucking weirdo. He's on his way home. No! Tell him, do not interrupt, I'll kill him. I'm gonna try and pretend like he's not here. He just called me after I told him I was gonna come home and record. Oh my god, I swear he's doing it on purpose, lady love. He's trying to like... Oh, you know what? His The funniness? Fuck that shit. He's trying to stifle our funniness. He's, he's supposed to go to his sister's house. Because yeah. she's gonna give me like a little patio couch. Like a little wicker couch. Yeah. So um, I told him to go pick it up after work. So hopefully he's doing that. Buy me some time. Yeah, because he's awful. I could hear it, too, as I'm editing. It's like, we're hilarious. And then as soon as he walks in, it's just like silence and crickets. And I'm like, fuck. Because I'm like trying to have him just like, you know, graciously go by. Yeah. Uninterrupted. But he can't do that. (laughs) No, he's got to like fucking say something. He's got to do something like get out. I swear to God. Literally incapable of just looking at the phone and keep it moving yeah no literally see that's what i love about dev i'm like i'm going to record he doesn't come in nothing <laughs> he just stays out there that's his thing oh my god but yeah i'm courtney and i'm cat and this is wine, wine wicked, wicked crying <laughs> I was just a tad, just a hair early. Oh, Lady Love, it's not your fault. It's just the lag in the video. It's there. And it's like, I can notice it when I'm editing because you can like hear the long pauses in between like what we're saying. Even though it Uh sounds like you're immediately responding, you can hear it like in the count when I'm editing. It's crazy. That's awful. I know. But I mean, I can edit it out. It just sucks for when you're trying to synchronize something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> where i i feel that we're getting closer i'm just saying that we're we're getting closer to the synchronicity again we'll get there we're working on it and i'm sure as soon as i come and record in person it'll be like boom like we never left oh my god in person will be so much better i can't wait oh yeah but what are you doing good love oh you know since 
I, I don't know what's happening in my stomach. Oh, I'm probably a little severely dehydrated. Oh, I did buy liquid IV though. So yeah. we got that on board. Oh my God. And I'm just drinking Modelo. I drank Michelob over the weekend. And now I'm just switching back to this. There's like no variety in beer here. That's stupid. They need a consumers. It really isn't. <laughs> oh my God, a consumers would be good. You know what I wanted? Mm-hmm. Oh, those coffee drinks. Oh, the Rebels. Oh, yeah. So delicious. Oh my God. <laughs> I miss them. But that's what I'm drinking. Some messy can beer. Modelo oh. for the soul. That works. So I'm trying so hard to stay thin for the summer, or at least thin in general. So <laughs> as I'm, I literally had just left the gym and I went to Weggies to pick up food. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll just make like suvaki salads for dinner. So I'm not a fat fuck. And then hey. I stopped at the liquor store and I'm like, oh, I'm trying not to be a fat bitch. And I don't have my wine, my wine opener or anything. So I got the Jose Cuervo authentic margaritas under 95 calories per serving. Oh, get out. Yeah, it says ready to drink white peach light margarita made with Jose Cuervo tequila and triple sec. 9.95 alcohol. Ooh, nice. Yeah. And I figured I'd get just a big bottle of this for 15 bucks. Because like sometimes the wine bottles I buy, that should be going to waste, especially if I don't like it. It just sits in the fridge. Mm -mm. I think (laughs) just poured out that Bloody Mary one. Oh, they love I could not cut the it's I couldn't cut much. it. Yeah. It was just too much. It was so sad, but yeah. It's so funny. I actually just posted the picture of that wine bottle like two days ago because I've been like a piece of shit about posting on the page. And like I hashtagged that company's like name and they liked it. And I'm like, oh, I hope they don't listen to the episode because they might find <laughs> out that their wine tastes like butthole. <laughs> it, it's good. It, I mean, it's nice that it's a pre-mixed Bloody Mary because I love me some fucking Bloody Marys. I don't know. I don't know if it was just me. Like it, it started off okay, and then I was like, I could do this. And then it was just like drinking, like like someone had poured way too much salt in it. Oh yeah, no, that's not the tits. Yeah. Ugh. Well, let's see how this is. Okay, that's actually not bad. You yeah. Could taste, yeah, you could taste the alcohol. You could definitely tell that it's like a little bit of a diet, whatever. But it's not uh-huh. bad. It's not like diet soda or anything. So it's good. I can drink this. Oh, I dig it, Laid Love. I think you'd like it, Laid Love. I think I would too. It looks good. It really does. Is yeah, it like strawberry flavored? Pink lemonade. It's like a light mm. pinky color. And it looks pretty in this like margarita glass. Although we were talking way too long before we started actually doing the show. So the glass melted. It's supposed to be like frozen. So it keeps <laughs> the drink cold. <laughs> My beer is all sweated out and shit. <laughs> I know. It's, oh, it's always a struggle. But, ugh. man, my stomach's making some weird noises. Oh, I heard, I heard that. I, I, heard that. I was like, oh, well, whoa. I was dying all day long in my fucking sweatshop. Laid low. There was literally sweat dripping down my face at work. Like, I believe it. Dripping. And so I was like, it's illegal. I'm pretty sure it's illegal to make people work under those conditions. I feel like it has to be like, it's gotta be something. I'm pretty sure in China, they're like, you can't have these little kids doing this. Like it's the same here. Can't have these adults doing this. It's awful. But so I like, I ate at work, but I was trying not to eat anything heavy. So I was like kind of hungry when I came home and we had gotten cider mill donuts because the cider mill just opened back up. 
I know. So I like stuffed that donut in my face as soon as we started recording. And now I think that mixed with the alcohol. I think my tummy do some weird stuff. But (laughs) so since, uh, you know, the whole closing craziness thing, and we're doing this more of a casual true time talky talk, I found another article. And this Mm -hmm. time I found something on a topic that we have not touched yet at all on this podcast. How's that possible? Oh, it is laid love. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you find? So the article is called The Five Scariest Cults in Modern History by Cheryl Eddy. Ooh, I love cults. I know. And we haven't talked about any cults for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. (laughs) But it's off gizmodo.com. And since we did that little contest thingy, I was talking mm-hmm. to our contest winner Beth, and uh, <laughs> I told her that once we do get back to like doing research again, I'll find her a nice uh, historic female serial killer to talk about. Because she's nice, yeah. But uh, so this article starts: some terrifying cults are so well known they can be described with a single word: Manson, Waco, Jeffs, Jonestown. Others may not be as iconic, at least in America but still provide plenty of nightmare material. Here are five examples, all of which made screaming headlines during their flashes of notoriety, but have seldom been heard from since. At number one, it's Matamoros Human Sacrifice Cult. In March 1989, a University of Texas student named Mark Kilroy went missing while on spring break. He'd been staying on South Padre Island, but on the night in question, he'd ventured across the border to Mexico to check out the bar scene where he vanished without a trace. Uh-uh. Now, uh-uh. okay, I get Shut like it some, down already. That's what I'm saying. Like, I get it. You know, some people like here would be like, oh, I partied in Canada. Woo. You do not go from Texas to Mexico. You just yeah. don't like the only thing right over the border is fucking Juarez. And that's where they got people hanging from fucking bridges. Like, you just don't do that. You know, isn't Mexico also one of those places where if you go and you vacation there on a resort, they purposely tell you never to leave the resort? Yeah, it's like Puerto Rico. Like, for reasons like these. You just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, four weeks later, his grisly fate was revealed. As people reported at the time, his brain was found first. Oh, by itself in a hole? It turned up in a black cauldron and it had been boiled in blood over an open fire, along with a turtle shell, a horseshoe, a spinal column, and other human bones. Oh, God, a spinal column? Yeah, like that. Was it his? I would think so, unless, I mean, they threw a turtle shell in there, so... I don't know. Maybe it was another person's human spinal column. I don't know, but this is stressing me out. <laughs> like, what kind of witch shit is that in a cauldron? What the fuck? Well, his ritual death and dismemberment had been carried out in service to religion. A bizarre, drug-demented, occult religion practiced by an American marijuana smuggler operating oh. out of Mexico. Oh. Usually potheads are the nice guys. What is happening? I think he was smoking a little bit more than just pot like love if he's uh, over here fucking. 
boiling brains and blood with horseshoes and fucking turtles and fine final column. That motherfucker was smoking Mara meth. That's what he was smoking. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh. <laughs> Authorities were led to a grave containing Kilroy's body, or at least what remained of it. And after that, the uncovering of mutilated corpses went on and on. The first day of digging brought up a dozen bodies, all of them buried on the grounds of Rancho Santa Elena. The victims had been slashed, beaten, shot, hanged, and boiled alive. The only... Yeah, like boiled alive? Oh my God, that's so awful. Slashed, beaten, shot, hanged, like... That sucks, but they're all kind of normal. Not that they're normal, but they're like, you know, more common of the terrible things to happen. But boiled alive? Like, do you think a person like kind of congeals like a hard boiled egg or something? Or does it just melt? I think it congeals. I would think it congeals. But you know what? Does your muscle break down? Like when you boil meat, when you boil meat, it gets kind of hard. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? So I would imagine that the skin would probably bubble because oh, you, so you can get a fucking blister from the sun. Like you could get blisters from from the hot rays hitting you. Imagine being put in water. So the skin definitely blisters and boils. And then you get like, I would imagine that the meat would get like super hot, you know. Uh, they yeah. probably turn into like a boiled Salem's hot dog. Yeah. Oh, body size or, oh. or yeah, human size. And they all like split open. The skin's probably all crispy. I want to know how he fucking did the spinal thing. Like you're just shy. <laughs> yeah, it's just like undercover brother. He just like ripped it out of his head. What are you gonna do about it, <laughs> sissy? I am not a sissy. <laughs> <laughs> you just what they buried the rest of it they just like ripped out the spinal column and it's it had to be like meth like love it had to be there's no way yeah he wasn't smoking pot no there's not ain't no smoking pot like that no if anything a pothead would have had an anxiety attack and ran away (laughs) (laughs) i think i think i think i see people being boiled man what's going on man i'm out of (laughs) here i gotta leave i'm not doing drugs anymore (laughs) The only commonality to their deaths, the ritual mutilations that followed. The drug smugglers believed that human sacrifice would somehow magically protect them from being caught by the police and even make them bulletproof. Whoa. So I'm just confused by their logic. Their logic was if we kill people, the cops will never find us. And they won't be able to kill us because we're bulletproof. Motherfucker, if you wouldn't have killed people, one, you'd definitely be bulletproof because no one would be shooting at you. <laughs> and two, the cops are coming looking for you if you don't kill people. Uh, exactly. Exactly. He's smoking more than something and a little bit of mental issues. You're out here eating people being like, you know what? This is my protection from all of it. They're, they're never going to get me. I'm bulletproof. I just ate a, I just ate a person. I'm good. Oh, he wasn't eating them. Lead love. He was just killing them. 
I thought it was cannibalism. No cannibalism. He's just out here boiling people for the fun of it. Yeah. Oh, that's torturous. That's gross. You remember when you were in school and you would get sit by the window where the radiator is and you ever like oh. accidentally put your arm on the radiator and it feels like you just <laughs> melted your entire elbow off. Yeah. Can you imagine legitimately being boiled alive, like in legit hot water? Like I've stuck a fucking hair curler on my head a little too long and that shit hurt. Yeah. Oh my God. Like I was thinking about being sunburned. Cause you know, I love to take hot showers. And then I went into a hot shower with my sunburn and it literally, like, I felt like my skin was literally sizzling just from the water hitting it. Oh, being put into a hole, into a hole, like cauldron. And how big is this shit that he's spinning stuff in there? I mean, they were like in Mexico, they'd love. I'm sure they got those fat witches. (laughs) I'm just saying. Extra big for no reason. Yeah. Hispanic people throw down when they cook. It's never just for one person. It's for like one person, the neighbors and the neighbor's entire family, plus your entire family. So, you know, it was a big fat, like one of those big rice pots. (laughs) I I even have one, Lady Love, and I don't even make rice. My mom gave me a set of the rice pots, the small one, the medium and the big ass one. Should I ever need it? No, I think you used it once when we made (laughs) a new. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And if we ever need it, I still have it here. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're right, Ben. That's probably, oof, something like that. Mm-mm. Well, they were mistaken. Their downfall came when a man tied to the cult was nabbed for running a roadblock, an offense that worsened when he was found to have weed on him. What's my number one rule, lady love? You don't break two rules at once, lady love. Exactly. Do not break two rules at once. Like if this dude did not have weed in his pocket when he was doing this roadblock. Yeah. None of this would have been found out. But because he was stupid and broke two rules at once. (laughs) Now you get caught. That's what you get. In search of a bigger bust and looking for clues in the Kilroy case, cops ventured to the farm belonging to the man's family. The infamous Rancho Santa Elena mentioned above. There, they found more drugs, but they also found the brutally disfigured bodies, including the Anglo Spring Breaker, who'd been unlucky enough to encounter the group when they were targeting their next victim. This case, yeah, like, you just went on spring break and you got murdered? You know he was, like, talking to his friend, fucking Freddie, and he's like, Cancun, I'm about to catch (laughs) me some cheeks from all these drunk bitches. And then his ass ends up in a cauldron. Oh, no. Listen, you don't go, and then you go, and it sounded like he went alone. Yeah, he did. Who does that? That's such Dude. a guy thing. The, the, uh, uh. Oh, he went missing. He went for, for a, a hike across the pond. Well, who went with him? No one. Well, that's why he got murdered, people. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is happening in life? Buddy system. Lady love. The one day we were driving by and I seen this little girl just hanging out near the fucking woods in that one little empty lot near the edge of like where we turn on to Walden or whatever the fuck that street's called. Where the fuck are her parents? That's literally what I said. I was like, where the fuck are her parents? Where's her friend? Buddy system. Two people. The dad's like, oh, let kids be kids. I was like, that's why people get kidnapped. Nope. Hell no. My mom, 
you know, our parents, be where I can see you, where I can see you. Exactly. <laughs> You're going too far. Come back. I swear to Jesus. I was like 17 years old and I would be hanging outside in the front porch and my dad would still be outside in the window. <laughs> Peeking through the blinds. Yeah. I can't see you. <laughs> dad, I'm sitting down. I still can't see you. Get closer. I know. All right. Stand so I can see the back of your head near the window. <laughs> I don't, I would never trust kids to be out there like that, especially with all the weird, like, you know, when you're a kid, you don't, obviously you don't think about that stuff, but when you get older and then you realize all the foul and terrible shit that is, that can happen in the world, buddy system all the way. Exactly. I don't even, I don't even want to be able to see you. I want to have a leash. I want to have a leash from your wrist to my wrist. That's how I know that you're safe. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I swear if I ever had a kid laid alone. It's going to have like a ring doorbell attached to it at all times. <laughs> I'm going to be able to log into my phone. Oh, she's at the store. It's fine. <laughs> like, at least she's safe. At least she's safe. <laughs> this case spawned a fearful rumor that tapped into the satanic panic of the 1980s. The cultists were planning to kidnap children for their rituals. But that's a rumor, so they don't know for sure. But I mean, if they're boiling motherfuckers with spinal columns, I'm sure it's not that far-fetched. Exactly. With a horseshoe lady love and a turtle. What the fuck did the turtle do? I don't know. The horseshoe is at least supposedly for good luck. What the fuck did the turtle do to you? Exactly. Witchy. Witchy and satanic. Yes. The man who'd convinced his followers to join in his madness, the bodies found at Rancho Santa Elena, were just some of the casualties, was El Padrino the godfather his real identity 26 year old adolfo de jesus constanzo with help from 24 year old sarah aldret aka the witch they called her the witch and they called the other one the godfather come on guys come up with better names please (laughs) well rolling stones in-depth investigation of the case quotes an anthropologist as calling Constanzo the, quote, Pied Piper of Death. Constanzo had grown up in the Santeria religion, but his beliefs had morphed into something far darker of his own design as he gained more power. Constanzo eluded capture until 1989, when he ordered an underling to shoot him and his longtime companion, Martin Quintana Rodriguez. His longtime companion, does that mean he was gay? I assumed that he was with the witch, and then I was assuming that the companion was the witch. But you know what? I wouldn't put it past them. Why do you want to get shot? Well, he would rather be shot than be taken alive by the police. Like, what yeah, a bitch bro. move. I, I don't get it. I think maybe maybe he was gay, you know? Companion of a long time, I mean, there's something there. I know, they couldn't have just been roommates, like, especially yeah. if he's out here boiling brains in the fucking soup pot. Like Yeah, and they're doing this shit together? Nah, they were butt-fucking. That was happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So did the guy shoot him, or did he miss? No, he shot him. Oh, shit! He sh- <laughs> yeah. Eldret, a well-liked college student just across the border in Texas who denied knowing anything about any murders, and other members of the cult were arrested and charged with a multitude of crimes, including homicide, the, quote, killing shack where Kilroy and others were victimized was burned by law enforcement after being purged of its black magic spirits in a special ceremony. Whoa. 
Man, you gotta love it when like you get a whole bunch of Hispanics together because they're like, Mm-mm. we gotta get rid of this bad voodoo. You gotta fucking sage this bitch. <laughs> I seen a ghost in a photograph. <laughs> they don't mess around, lady love. No. They take that spirit shit very, very, very serious. Very serious. Well, oh my god, I watched a scary movie with I forgot what movie it was. It was The Haunting. Mm-hmm. The Haunting? No, The Conjuring, the third one that came out on HBO. Okay. I remember it came out. I watched it at night. It was fine. It had a, a couple jump scares, nothing crazy. The next day, like, I want to watch it. I was like, okay, great. I don't mind watching a movie twice. I probably see stuff that I didn't see the first time with the movie. Where, like, 45 minutes into the movie he's like i gotta go pee and homie is like turning on all the lights <laughs> <laughs> to get to the bathroom and then we come back and we start the movie and he's like holding my leg and he's like holding my leg tighter and tighter with the suspense building and i'm like you need to calm down like it's just a movie he's like you need to stop i believe in all of this and i was like i believe in it too but that doesn't mean a ghost is gonna pop out from a movie and start haunting us i think we established a long time ago he's the female in this relationship (laughs) of course he is lady love he's definitely the female in this relationship but i just can't believe some fucking i don't know i was surprised that he took it so seriously over this little movie i mean i get it i get it it was a it, it was an evil thing but apparently me laughing at it was not okay Oh, Lady Love, I'm picturing <laughs> literally like holding your knee and clutching his pearls and he's got on like bunny slippers and he's like, oh my God, save me. He was so scared. I was like, you know, it's just a movie, right? I get it's based on true events, which is why I like it, but sir, calm down. <laughs> oh my God, he's such a girl. I love it. And number two, our cult is the Order of the Solar Temple. Oh. Formed in 1984 by Joseph DiMambro, the Luke Jorette? Man, these people need better names. Or like, they need to start <laughs> spelling shit out phonetically for me. Because, you, like, you need the parentheses. How to yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely spell it, love. I could talk a great game, but writing it down, I need autocorrect. Like, <laughs> life's a struggle. Luke Durrett, with followers in various countries, including Switzerland, France, and Canada, the group that would come to be known as the Order of the Solar Temple drew inspiration from a variety of sources, including the Rosicrucians and the Knights Templar. Well, I guess that makes sense. These are all white people. I was like, who's gonna <laughs> who's gonna form a religion around the Knights Templar? But you know, white people. So wait. You said the, what is it called? The Temple of the Hidden Sun? No, the Order of the Solar Temple. The Order of the Solar Temple. So they're not worshiping the sun. No. Well, Like the Mayans and shit. Yeah? Yes, no. I think they do something based on like astrology, but it's mostly like off of the Knights Templar and Rosicrucians, whatever the fuck that is. Over time, the group's beliefs shifted away from the New Age spiritualism and became increasingly doomsday-focused and paranoid. Maybe they were smoking a lot of weed. Uh-huh. <laughs> Getting a little paranoid. I Thinking know. the end of times is coming. 
<laughs> they smoked a little too much indica and he's like this is it this is the end of the world <laughs> hashtag 2020 <laughs> oh my god I love I seen a meme it was cracking me up it was like a meme of you still trying to get over 2020 and 2022 is already fucking creeping up on us oh my god I know I did not think that shit was gonna go on this long now everybody's out here with their mask on thing again and I'm like kill me now please oh how are things at home are people masking up again oh yes lady love really yes we have to mask up at work again which is fucking killing me because I work in a literal sweatshop no way do you see us I love look I'm starting to get chin acne again because of this fucking oh, little cheek action going. Fucking oh, bullshit. Down here. You ain't making us mask up. If you got a mask on, people are like chasing you down. Like, why do you have a mask on? Why? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on? These oh. people don't give a fuck. And the numbers here are going up like crazy. See, I wish. I wish they would just do that here and let the world take its fucking natural course of action. Like, this is just the world's natural order. Anytime there's like too many of us to feed, they're like, okay, time for a pandemic. Everybody's going to die. <laughs> some of you guys, not all of you got to go, but some of you definitely can't be here anymore. Uh, no. the, what is it? The, the, the fittest? The survival yeah, of the fittest? Yeah, survival of the fittest. <laughs> we don't got enough water, people. Some of you got to go. I understand you're only 70, but if you can't make it, it just is. <laughs> Listen, they love that's a, that's a decent lifespan, okay? Mm-hmm. Considering before people could barely make it over 30 and then over 50 and then shit like that. Listen, 70, later. I agree. Let's give the younger generation a fucking crack at it. Exactly. Especially because 70, I feel like it's like that point where you're like, you're old and you're retired and you're lazy yeah. and you really don't want to yeah. do anything but garden. So it's like yeah. garden six feet under. Yeah, let's take the water. <laughs> let's. Let us garden you. Exactly. (laughs) So Jeray, a doctor, was the face of the organization, delivering the lectures that, despite warning of the looming environmental apocalypse, were magnetic enough to attract new followers. DiMambro managed the group's finances, which grew impressively as the membership, comprised mostly of the middle and upper class people, grew to an estimated 400 that's mm. crazy. So Jure was the cult leader and DeMambro was like the treasurer. <laughs> I can't believe he was a doctor. Like, what kind of wacky shit is that? I know, but I mean, you you work with doctors, Lady Love. They're all high and mighty and arrogant. They, and you know what? Down here, it's different. Really? These doctors, yeah, these doctors are fucking farmer's kids. Oh. Raised on a farm, fucking squeezing milk out of cows titties and shit they're (laughs) they're out here carving chicken titties exactly cow tipping and whatever the fuck else they do it's a really different atmosphere doctors up there are fucking asshole yeah down here they're just fucking good old country people well that's pretty awesome we'll see up here it's like fucking doctors are like well sorry we missed your window bye (laughs) (laughs) try again next time later (laughs) the solar temple which bounced between headquarters in Switzerland and Canada, saw its fortunes decline in the 1990s. There were high-profile defections, gun charges, and allegations of sexual misconduct. In 19... I mean, that's kind of normal, though, for a cult. 
Yeah, I guess there is always some sort of ridiculous misconduct where it's just like, I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Uh. In 1994, the group made good on its belief that members would need to ascend to a different spiritual plane in order to survive the environmental apocalypse and be reborn on a planet orbiting the Cirrus, the dog star. This always amazes me when people really believe that after they die, they're going to fucking rise again in another planet. Like, bitch, you're still in the same spiritual plane. Technically, you can't just die and get there. Yeah. And I mean, environmental apocalypse. We're in one right now. And people are trying so hard not to die. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Their method of transformation was fire. At the end of September 1994, the group killed a member who'd spoken against them. Tony Dutoit, as well as his wife and infant son. Oh, no. It kills me when people kill babies. Like, how are you going to burn a fucking baby? They called the code on the children's side of the hospital. And I was like, that's why I will never do pediatric nursing. I do not feel like pounding on the chest of a baby. Well, not even pounding, whatever, depending on how old they are. You got to like poke them. The the two fingers. Exactly. Like. I can't even do that because it would make me sad. Yeah. Putting a baby in fire. What the fuck is wrong with you? Fucking psychos. Well, days later on October 4th and 5th, two solar temple buildings in Switzerland went up in flames. Mm. As as biography.com recounts, the next morning, investigators were baffled by much of what they discovered at the sites. Oh, God. 48 people were dead. What the fuck? That's a fucking lot. Yeah. They like lit the buildings on fire and 48 people were dead. Imagine the smell coming from their hole. Ooh, that's got a, oh God, that's disgusting. Burnt hair and flesh. Like, yes. Some may have committed suicide while others were most likely killed. Some had been injected with tranquilizers or had plastic bags over their heads while others were shot. Damn. They ain't playing no games. They're like, they're saying no mercy, motherfucker. I know they fucking killed them and then burned them. So I guess at least they didn't get burned alive. But like, I'd be dumb mad if someone killed me with a plastic bag over my head. DeMambro, his wife, children and Jurette were among those killed. And the tragedy didn't end there. In December 1995, a chalet in the Swiss Alps was found burned with 16 bodies inside most of which had been killed prior to the fire. Which, how does that work? Like, if your whole thing is fire will make you reborn, why the fuck are you killing everybody and then lighting them on fire? Maybe the thing is, is as long as they're burned, they'll go to, like, where they're supposed to go in their religion. I guess. But, but. I mean, I guess, I, I guess at, at least they didn't burn them alive. Because yeah, that would I, be, like... No, I mean, like, logistically speaking, I guess in ways to die, I'd rather, like get murdered and then get burned yeah but like they killed their cult leader and everything they killed Jer- out here i know they killed jeray the treasurer and his whole family <laughs> like, what they the probably had it coming though lady love i know in they the were grand like, scheme of things <laughs> they probably finally hit that point in the cult where they were like you can't have sex with your wives anymore and everyone was like you know what it's time for you guys to die you got to go to cirrus <laughs> it's time enough of that enough of that well in 1997 five more members perished in a quebec house 
Counting the Dutoit family and the subsequent suicide of the Solar Tempo duo who'd killed them, the mysterious cult's death toll stands at 74. Damn. That's they wipe they- out the entire cult community? Shit. I'm guessing they were just finally wiping out all the people that were like, I don't know if this is real. And they're like, you know what? Time to show you how real this is. You're going to take a trip to the dog star. <laughs> God, I need another dwink. Yeah, I went and grabbed another beer and I'm trying to dry clothes. I know. I can't wait to move. I just want to move. Are, you, are your washer and dryer out or not yet? Not yet, no. right? Not until you move? No, we're going to sell them after we move, but like, it's just all my like actual clothes that I wear regularly are packed mm-hmm. up. So I have just the stuff that's in my drawers. Even those? Damn, yeah. they love you packed up everything. Well, later, love, we were supposed to move like a week ago. <laughs> that's also true. And you know me, I am an excellent packer. Yeah, you are. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, late love. And I marked like 900 boxes fragile just so that Cross can't touch them. I was like, Cross is not allowed to pick up any of these boxes that say fragile on them. <laughs> Love him. You know, I was, where was I? Oh, you know how my mom, when I first moved out, she got me a set of the plates with the smaller plates and then like the cups. Yeah. I fucking, uh, I finally found one of the blue plates that she gave me. Like I broke one by myself at home. And then found it, bought it, added it to my collection. Okay, everything was great. And then when Cross dropped the box, he broke one of the glasses again. (laughs) (laughs) And then I finally found it and I added it to the collection again. And I was thinking about it so hard. I'm like, that fucking Cross. I know. (laughs) Carry both the boxes. One had the fucking KitchenAid mixer in it, which is like the industrial size KitchenAid mixer. Yeah. With... I think the crock pot was in that box and then he grabs the the box that had all of the dishes. <laughs> I know, but luckily all of the dishes. But luckily you had way food <laughs> pack your plates because that bitch was on point. Half that shit didn't break. I thought yeah. for sure we were going to open it and it was just going to be like dust, like fucking just glass dust was going to come a, out. A box of shattered glass. Yeah, that's all I was expecting when we opened it. And I was like, oh, okay, we got some nope. stuff in here. That's okay still. No, wait, food came through. But still, I was still sad about it. I don't have a complete, the only complete set of china that I have is the one that my mother gave me. The kitty glasses broke. I broke a fucking rainbow glass here the other day. Oh, my God. I just wanted to fucking pick it up with my hands and just stick the fucking glass in my hands because it would have hurt less. Like, <laughs> it would have hurt less. I'm sorry. That's how sad I was. I was like, what the fuck? I don't have like one thing. By the time I buy a house, I'm going to have like one of everything. There's not going to be anything to move out of the kitchen because there's not going to be anything left. Jesus That's- Christ. And Waifu isn't here to help me pack Jesus. Oh, God. It's okay, lady love. Me and Waifu will fly down there and we'll, we'll pack your house up. <laughs> uh, and Cross is not invited. I love you, Cross. But also, damn, dude. I know. Damn. You dropped the one box. The one box that was breakable. <laughs> Out of the 120 boxes, if there was one that was marked fragile, it was that one. And that was the one that went all the way down the fucking steep stairs. Oh, man. And it was like, as soon as he hit like the second step, they were just, it was gone. And I watched it, too. We were standing there. We were, I, I remember we were standing right there. And I was like, you got that? He's like, I got it. And I was like, one step down. Crash. I'm like, oh. Oh, oh my, my god. god. 
is the KitchenAid mixer okay? I know. Is my $6 million mixer okay? Jesus fucking Christ. The mixer has been used a handful of times, even though down here I've used it quite a bit. Fucking whip mashed potatoes in that bitch, Lady Love. Oh, that sounds delicious, Lady Love. Mm-hmm. Give it a try. Oh, I'm good. Yeah. Broke my heart. Broke my heart and my glass. I know. <laughs> Oh, cross when you're listening to this. I love you, but you're not touching any of my fragile stuff. <laughs> I've literally got one. And I have the stuff that's in them, too. Like, it says fragile and what's breakable in it. So I know if something is dropped, I'm going to murder someone. Like, there's one, and it literally says fragile snow globes. And you know how I feel about my decorative Ooh. snow globes, lady love. Oh, God. Cross, don't touch that box. Don't touch it. Just let everybody else move it. You move just the heavy stuff. That's non fragile. Fragile. It must be Italian. Well, I think that says fragile, honey. Yes, <laughs> non fragile stuff. Because if my super expensive pumpkin farm Halloween globe? snow globe, yeah. I oh, will God, murder if someone. That thing breaks. I feel bad for him if that thing breaks. I feel bad for anybody if they drop that box with that snow globe in it. It is so pretty, oh. but also. Mm. Don't break it. Exactly. It's pretty and covered in glitter. Someone will literally mm-hmm. die. Like, they'll find whoever it is in the creek covered in glitter. <laughs> <laughs> With glass shards all over them. <laughs> now, at number three, our cult is Heaven's Gate. Oh, there's a documentary on Netflix. Netflix? Lion. HBO. HBO. Oh, that means it's a good one. HBO has all that juicy stuff. I'm pretty sure this is the one. Uh, Let's hear it. Also in 1997, the unusually bright Hale-Bopp comet blazed blazed a spectacular sight in the night sky. While its appearance thrilled astronomers, it also brought a most unexpected tragedy. Another mass suicide tied to cosmic beliefs. This time, it was a cult called Heaven's Gate that had taken up residence in a Rancho Santa Fe, California mansion. I feel like if it has Rancho in the name, just don't go there. (laughs) (laughs) All these places, though, took place in a ranch. Manson's family had that, uh, I think it starts with an S, Spawn Ranch. That was the Manson family. And Waco... Texas, it was like it. W- I don't think it was a ranch, but it's in the middle of fucking Texas, lady love. You know what that looks like? It looks like countryside ranch hand type of type of deal. Yeah, because they isolate them. They get all these people in the middle of nowhere and isolate them and convince them that whatever their beliefs are, it's truth. And it's like yeah. you can't let any outsiders in. It's like a pyramid scheme, except way more violent. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, way more violent and fucked up. 39 people died, including leader and prophet Marshall Applewhite. The group, which supported itself via a successful computing business, had come to believe that Hale-Bopp would bring with it a UFO that would rescue them ahead of the imminent end times. The crude website the group used to share its philosophy with the outside world incredibly still exists. Does it really? I'm about to Google this shit. And see right? what like, their website says. And like, bitch, you had a successful business and you <laughs> fucked this up? We've been doing this for months now. 
<laughs> and so far, I'm still on the negative on cash. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, unfortunately, heading to space came with a mighty price, and ghoulish photos of dead cult members, ritualistically draped in dark purple shrouds and clad in Nikes, soon flooded the news. Really? Okay. So you had them wear <laughs> purple jumpsuits and Nikes? Like, legit, all they needed was some Adidas, and it would have been, like, a fucking Run DMC video. Oh, my God, that's fucking funny. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I'd be so mad if someone maybe die in a pair of Nikes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, lady love. I won't let it happen. <laughs> I know, lady love. I haven't worn Nikes since I wasn't allowed to pick out my own shoes. Like... <laughs> They're a decent brand, I feel, you know? Yeah, honestly, I haven't worn a pair of Nikes in a long time. What am I saying? That's what I'm saying. I think I I have some workout sneakers, but most of them are non-Nike. I feel like it's interesting. Nike's like the hood brand. It's like the brand that... Oh, my God. I was just thinking that. (laughs) (laughs) That's when I wore them. When I was like a little hood rat still, with my fucking, my bangs, like fucking... Yes. My forehead. Yes, yes. You have to get the swoop just right. Get the baby hair on the other side. Yes. so tight. You're like Asian. Oh my god, like love. <laughs> if I pull out my fucking memory box right now, I have a high school picture, like a high school ID with me with that hair, and it's ridiculous. Like I don't. Oh, even... late love. I've seen your high school IDs. I seen the transition of the four years. I was like, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I, know, I went from like ratchet to like slightly ratchet. To not so wretched. Yeah, and then goth out of nowhere. It was like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> the transitions are very, very, very interesting to see. I don't even know how I have like a hairline, to be honest, because I feel like I pulled my ponytail so tight. Like you could not even, that shit wasn't moving. I don't even tie my hair up anymore. My hair is usually held up by, by hair clips. If yeah. my hair is tied up by anything, it usually gives me a headache. So I don't know how I used to do that. And I used to like double up, tie it, brush it back, make sure it was even tighter, and then just fucking add more scrunchies. Like, oh my God. And I you don't remember re- those tight ass headbands, the rubber bandy ones that would leave like a fucking yes. impression in your forehead? Oh my God. I love those. They didn't move to save your life. You can't find them like that anymore. They love. Probably because it's like causing brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Every headband I wear to work now, I start the day with it on. I end the day with it off and in my backpack because they just don't hold like they used to. I I would prefer to have brain damage just to keep my hair under control. (laughs) Just to keep that one hairband right in place because it could not, (laughs) it literally could not move because it would sink into your flesh. (laughs) Oh my God, I love it. And as soon as you took it off, you'd have like that lump on your forehead that would take forever to go away. Yes, you had the indentation. You had to like wash your hair, fucking rub it out, try and relax it because the indentation was forever in your head. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Man, I need some of those bitches again. I know. But those hair ties are the reason I feel like a lot of our classmates are bald now. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You're not lying, though. Mm -mm. You're not lying. As Salon recalls, in three waves, members ingested a poisonous mixture of barbiturates and alcohol. And as their breath slowed and bodies shut down, they asphyxiated under plastic bags that they had tied over their heads. 
Members followed guidelines they had researched several years earlier and laid down their earthly lives in what can only be called ritual precision and attention to detail. Members of each wave had cleaned and tidied after their compatriots had died, removing the plastic bags and draping shrouds over their deceased companions. That's fucked up. So, like, you just watch all your friends die and then you're going to clean you up. You'll be all right for the funeral. Mm-mm. Like, what kind of trash is that? But I guess at least that's not as bad as the other ones. Yeah, you know, being shot and then burned. And then the first guy was just boiling people alive for the fun of it, which is just. Yeah, taking out. They brains. don't even do that to lobsters, they love. They want you to fucking kill the lobster before you throw them in the fucking in the hot water. Yeah, because they scream. Have you ever heard a lobster scream? It's awful. You know, they told me before when I went in high school, which was a culinary school. They said that the lobsters don't scream. It's just the water going through their bodies and that steam that it creates makes that whistling noise. But I have never heard a lobster. Yes. I've never heard a lobster scream and I don't want to. It's awful, Lady Love. I felt so terrible. I was like, oh my God. But it's like long. It's like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, no, I couldn't do that. Imagine a human body. Oh, my God. I don't even Mm want to. Because, you know, people, they're loud. Like, people scream loud when they're just arguing. Can you imagine being boiled alive? Having genuine pain from being boiled alive. Like, would you even be able to scream? You know how you get to the top of a roller coaster and you're going down and then, like, the wind hits you and, like, all those where and all the places where you can't even scream anymore? Yeah. I wonder if it's the same thing when you're, like, being boiled alive. It's got to be because like you ever been hit so bad that like you scratch the spot that hurts. Ooh, yeah, this has to be even. But I wonder if it like hurts so bad that it doesn't hurt. Like it just boils away your nerve endings or something. I mean, I would hope that the water is hot enough that it would boil away your nerve endings just so you don't have to endure that pain. It's got to be something because like I know if you get frostbite it can get to a point where you actually feel hot. Like you're so cold that you feel hot and people like take off their yeah. clothes and then die. Yeah. So maybe it could be like that where they get so hot. They're like, Oh, I guess I just can't feel anymore. And then they die. <laughs> oh God. I would hope so for their sake. Well, now we're on to number four. This one is Aum Shimrikyo. I've heard of oh. this one. Yeah. Uh, Oh, it's Japanese, Lady Love. This is going to be... <laughs> okay. already fucked up. I was kind of thinking that from the name. Sounds a little Asian-y, you know? Oh, yes. And you know this is going to be great. I mean, we were just talking about tentacle porn, and that's just like their normal everyday lives. Now we're talking about a hey, cult. That's how they crank their yank, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't, <laughs> be, I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised to see what their fucking cults are, like fucking tentacle-loving. I don't know. <laughs> I don't actually, they like aren't Japanese people the people too that if they have like a failing business or something they have to kill themselves or oh yeah it's oh man I can't remember what it's called but yeah it was like samurais and stuff you like stab yourself in the stomach but you can't cry out either like during this whole process you have to do it completely you can't even silently. Cry? no you have to like do it silently so you have to go away and like strength so you gotta like stab yourself in the stomach and I think you like cut yourself across so that like all your guts fall out and then you die. Oh my god, you have to fucking let your guts fall out too? Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. 
Uh, yeah. Japanese people are insane. <laughs> told me the other day that great white sharks are becoming extinct because of Japanese people because they like to eat the fins. There's what like the this fuck? shark fin soup. Yeah, so they capture the sharks, they cut off their fins, and then they throw the body back into the ocean. What kind of shit is that? It's supposed to be like a luxury thing of them being able to eat that that shark fin soup or whatever the fuck it is. Oh my God, get the yeah. fuck out of here. Eat your fucking fish head soup like you always do and leave the sharkies alone. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. Yeah, imagine that. That's fucked so up. So I can't wait to see what this fucking cult is like. Oh my God. This apocalyptic Japanese cult carried out a horrifying serin nerve gas attack on the Tokyo subway system in 1995. Damn. A gas attack? Like, that's some stuff. That wasn't even that shit. long ago. No, 1995. Like, I was four. So that was 26 yeah, my, years ago. One of my brothers was born, and I was like three. Oh, Jesus. 12 people died. Thousands were injured, and Japan's cherished sense of safety was deeply rattled. I honestly don't understand how they ever had a sense of safety because everything I read about the Japanese culture, it's like someone's getting raped, someone's getting murdered, someone's getting cut up someone's getting like fucking beaten and hang like that's, that's there are they communists they'd love J- japan are they communist people i don't right so i don't know no i have no idea i, I know china were. is like korea yeah. and stuff like that is different but i don't know hmm. we can give it a google i guess let's see is japan communist yeah i'd like to know probably are it says the Japanese Communist Party is a democratic socialist political party in Japan and is one of the largest non-governing communist parties in the world. So they are communists. So they are communists. Okay. Okay, good to know. It says Japan has a parliamentary system of government like Britain and Canada. Unlike the Americans or the French, the Japanese do not elect a president directly. Diet members elect a prime minister from among themselves. The prime minister forms and leads the cabinet of ministers of state. So they do stuff like the UK. Yeah. So prime minister of Japan. Yeah. So uh, Japan is considered a socialist country. Okay. I guess I've never heard of a. uh, Well, if they're socialist, then the UK is socialist too. I guess. I have no idea. I'm not good at the politics things. And neither am I. I don't even know why I asked. Actually, I do know why. We were listening to the Joe Rogan podcast they love, and there yeah. was this lady. Which one is the one that's not free? South Korea or North? South Korea is the one with Kim Jong-un, right? Yeah, I think so. And there's this girl who talks about how she grew up there and how she had to escape from there. And Lady Love, you want to hear some crazy shit? You should listen to that girl. She's like this, um, what is it called? She like speaks out against everything that goes on in Korea. She's an activist. That's what she is. Oh, okay. And she just talks about her life and how she escaped from there. And talk about fucking torture. Those poor people. Oh, that, I can imagine like that. This. I can just imagine. Like, I know exactly how Asian people treat their families. I can just imagine how an Asian government treats fucking their people that are under them. Who we? That's got to be woof. <sighs> I'm just picturing like some Japanese overlord just like feeding a bunch of people to dragons. <laughs> oh my god. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, he's standing there with his really long like straight beard that can only grow right here on his chin like in Kill Bill, you know? Oh, Fu Manchu, uh, yeah. what's his name? Pai Mei? Yeah. With the long 
and he's just constantly like mm-hmm. petting it because <laughs> it's the only facial hair they'll grow. <laughs> <laughs> The makeup of the group's followers and their extreme beliefs, taught by founder Shoko Ashihara, echoed those held by the Order of the Solar Temple, Heaven's Gate, and similar doomsday cults. Ashihara Mm. preached that the end of the world was near and that Aung followers would be the only people to survive the apocalypse, which he predicted would occur in 1996 or between 1999 and 2003. That's a pretty large like gap. That's like when the cable guy's like, I'll be there from seven, anytime between seven in the morning and 5 p.m. And you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) Can I get a two hour window, bro? Like, what are you doing here? Like, no, you have to sit home all day. This motherfucker was like, you might die in 1996 or possibly 2003. I'm not sure. (laughs) That's just my estimate, but I know it's coming. (laughs) And if you're not there when I'm there, I'm leaving and I'm not coming back. Like, what the fuck? You have three minutes to answer this door. If not, you got to call and (laughs) set another date to have your cable set up. (laughs) (laughs) That is a big ass time frame. Like, that's not even a trustworthy, like, who, what kind of person would go into a cult being like that? Like, who hears them out and is like, you know, end of days, guys, it's coming. Well, when is it going to come? 1996 or seven slash. 2003 ish. And then you're like, oh, sweet. I'll join the cult. I know. I got maybe 10 years. I'm not sure yet. Like, what the fuck? Um, accumulated great wealth from operating electronic businesses and restaurants. He recruited young, smart university students and graduates, often from elite families who saw a more meaningful existence. See, that makes sense. Because if you try to come at someone from the hood and be like, the end of the world is coming and you got to join my cult or you're all going to die. They'd be like, fuck out of here. I got to catch the bus. You going to pay me <laughs> to be in your cult? No. Okay. That's fucking- the type of people that they prey on makes a difference. It does like, but it does make sense that it would be like hoity toity people that are like born with a silver spoon in their mouth. that would be like, I'm saving the world guys. Yeah. <laughs> After a mind-boggling eight years on trial, Ashahara was sentenced to death by hanging. He is still on death row. Throughout the process, he refused to answer questions and has never made more than confusing comments. I mean, what are you really going to say? You're on death row and it's like 2021. Well, I can't believe he's still on death row for that long. I mean, at this point, he's going to live out the rest of his life in jail. What type of shit is that? Boil his bitch ass. <laughs> Bring out the cauldron and just throw him in there. <laughs> exactly. Fly him from Japan to Puerto Rico and have him throw him right in with the rice. <laughs> He'll fit. And show him what real torture is like. I know. He's in there with well, the I mean, Is that is that a good oh put him on the stick? You know how they do the the, the Yeah, like the, the pig roast? And yes. That would be a more fitting punishment, I guess. Because exactly. I mean, like, is he really being punished if he's still chilling on death row? No. Is that? This dude's chilling in jail. <laughs> Getting three square meals a day, probably working out in the sun. Exactly. No, fuck out of here. He's out here with a caramel tan while everybody else is dead. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Put his ass on the fucking fryer 
and he's got to cook for at least 14 hours so his skin gets nice and crispy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, I mean, what is he going to do on death row? He ain't even talking. He's probably saying, like, you know, maybe says, like, one word a day and is like, I really like pop stickers. <laughs> and then that's it. And then you're like, what the fuck? I trimmed my bonsai <laughs> plant today. <laughs> you're like, what? Wax on, wax on, Daniel-san. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, he lives the rest of his life making weird comments and on death row. I know. Come on. He like starts a kabuki theater club in the jail. <laughs> and he's like in Honestly, there with his little wooden shoes. <laughs> with the socks and the sandals. Yes. <laughs> the little Honestly, guitar. For being in Japan, I'm surprised that he's like just still alive. I mean, at this point. That's what I'm let saying. Him, let him live out the rest of his life. Fuck it. Just turn him into a tentacle or something. Someone will fuck it. <laughs> Just one giant tentacle, bunch of suckers on it. Good to go. <laughs> oh my gosh. So is that all that's happening to him? We're just waiting for him to kick the bucket on death row? I guess until they finally hang his ass, which I'm surprised that death by hanging is still a thing in Japan. Hey, I wouldn't be surprised. They love it's Japan. These people yeah. do porn and you can't even show your privates. That's how does that even work? That's like going to the strip club and you can't see people's nipples. I mean, it's like that back home. You can't be showing no nipples back home in Canada. That's where you can show the nips. Canada don't give a fuck about nothing. They're the nicest yeah. people in the world. And they're like, you want to see a pussy? All right here. <laughs> All out. We got hairy pussy. We got bald pussy. <laughs> we got little nipples. We got big nipples. We got all the nipples you want to see. Come got, on over to Canada. We got post-pregnancy nipples. What do you want? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of surprised that they didn't hang him. Hang him. Maybe they're just waiting until he's a little older and more fragile so they don't have to drop him as far. They don't got to use as much rope. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. The New York Times wrote, though it's believed the group was motivated by wanting to thwart authorities from shutting down the group in addition to jumpstarting the apocalypse... At the end of the attack, the group had tens of thousands of followers in Japan and Russia. But I mean, it's Russia. Like, they get told what they have to like all the time. They're probably like, oh, okay. This is a more more brown Putin. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Probably. They're probably like, you know what? This is our only other option. We'll go with it. (laughs) We can do this. 20 years on, Japan is still grappling with the after effects of the terrorist attack. In 2001, acclaimed novelist Haruki Murakami, Murakami, mm-hmm. I should have practiced this before. <laughs> I read it in my head and I thought I had it, but I don't think I do. Haruki Murakami wrote a Sounds movie. Right to me. Yeah, I'll go with it. It's not like they're going to tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> wrote a moving nonfiction account of the tragedy uh it was called underground the tokyo gas attack and the japanese psyche but incredibly aum still has a presence in the country albeit in a different form earlier this year the huffington post noted despite the attack aum was never banned in japan 
while it was outlawed in Russia and designated a terrorist organization by several countries, Japan opted instead to keep the group under strict surveillance. The group did. Wow. Yeah. Like what kind of shit is that? They're still let, allowing the cult to be a cult. I mean, the dude's still alive. Shit. Fuck it. I know he's got like followers like fucking Bundy did. Yeah. Instead of murder fuckers, they're like cult leader fuckers, I guess. Exactly. The group did lose its religious status and was forced into bankruptcy by compensations payments to the victims of the attack. But it lives on in two new offshoots, Aleph and Hikari Nowa, which have an estimated 1,500 followers. They claimed, wow. I know, that's a lot of people still. Like, mm-hmm. don't you read the news? Fucking Cuomo's bitch ass just resigned because 11 people said he sexually assaulted him. They got 1,500 oh, followers. I seen that yesterday. I seen that yesterday. I was like, mm, legalizing weed ain't do that much for you, bro. Oh, but no. It was a good try. It was a good try. See, he thought legalizing weed after he shut us down for so long was going to be like, bygones be bygones. Okay, we got weed. We can grow plants now. Right. And they were like, nah, bitch, you touch my titty. You out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unforgivable, the titty touching. He's got to go. It's funny, though, because like, when you look out history, like women, they'd be like, he sexually assaulted me. And people were like, you're fine. It's fine. <laughs> In this day and age, you could like look Lady at someone love. for too long. You, and can't it's like, even, you can't even look at a titty. You look at a titty, it's over. You touch a titty, oh, you're done. That's it. Women have the most power they've ever had ever in this day and age. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to like say anything sexually explicit. You could kind of like anchor your language towards that. And it's like, I feel offended. I feel uncomfortable. This needs to end. And then that person, they're fired and deported back to Mexico. Exactly. <laughs> they- <laughs> so they claim to have disavowed Ashahara, but many Japanese remain deeply suspicious of their activities. Hmm. But I mean, they still let them be a cult. So like, what the fuck? What do you expect? It's fucking Japan. They have mangas about like child rape. <laughs> Yeah, that's true, too. I mean, if homie's still chilling on death row, I don't have a lot of faith. Maybe they should just, like, fight club it out or something. You could have, like, (laughs) you could have, like, him and then, like, some of the families of the people that he, like, killed. And then just have him, like, you don't talk about fight club. You don't know about fight club. And then they just, like, it out till the end. No shoes, no shirt. Just fucking cash it out. You know they don't got to figure it out. They love they got on a rag and call it a diaper. About the sumo style of this bitch. Oh, these poor people. Oh my god. Oh, oh manly love. I gotta go for my wax at 545. I'm so excited. This booze gotta oh, this hair just gotta go. Oh I swear that I, last week is always the worst. It is. I started uh I'm going to like a European wax center down here that they have. I'm just gonna stick with it. Yeah. Yeah, I found one, so I was like, all right, we're just going to go with it. Yeah. Five. Now we are on to number five. Yeah. And last but not least, we have the Russian Doomsday Cult. Russian Doomsday. I never heard about that one. Me neither, but I mean, it makes sense. It's Russia. <laughs> 
so it's a free for all country. <laughs> it's like you can't do anything unless you ask Putin country. So Russian doomsday cult coaxed out of cave has to be one of the most chilling headlines ever written. It topped a USA Today story reporting that events of November 2007, in which officials in a frozen wooded area near the Volga River were desperately trying to lure dozens of people from the underground lair they'd moved into to prepare for the apocalypse, which they believed would come in spring of 2008. Oh, at least that's a little bit later on in the timeline. Yeah, but still, like, I'm kind of confused. Like, they moved underground, so it's not like they were really affecting an incredible amount of people, but I guess we'll see where this goes. Mm -hmm. Complicating matters, the group's stated intention to blow itself up if necessary. Oh, okay, I guess I can see why they were like, no, you got to get the fuck out of here. (laughs) They're (laughs) underground and they just, like, blow everything up and then the fucking city just, like, falls. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be like that old Sylvester Stallone movie. What's it called? Which one? You remember where it's like, um, he's like a cop, and then the guy that plays Blade, he's in it too. And like, he's a bad guy. Yeah, Wesley Snipes is in it, and he's like a bad guy. And Sylvester Stallone does something crazy to like capture him, but then they end up telling him that he needs to go to prison too. But they like cryogenically freeze them. I feel like I know which movie you're talking about, but the name does not come to me. Yeah, and then they like they somehow get unfrozen and then they're in the future. I think Sandra Bullock's in it too. And then they have like sex, but they don't really have sex. Like they have like virtual sex with like headphones and shit. And they use like seashells as toilet paper. No, I don't know. I can't remember. I feel like it's called like Doomsday or something, just something like that. But there's like a city that lives like in the sewers. And their fancy uh, restaurant is Taco Bell. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) very fancy indeed. And they're having those crunch wrap Supremes with extra nacho cheese. Oh, my God. I still haven't ordered one with extra nacho cheese. I'm I'm slipping in life. We love you. Got to. Interestingly, what? That didn't sound that. That didn't sound right. Mm. Interesting. Interestingly. Interestingly, yeah. Damn, I don't know why I couldn't pronounce that just now. (laughs) Interestingly, the group's leader had not joined his followers, most of whom were women, but included children as young as 18 months. Oh. What the fuck? That's not legal. In the cave, citing the need to, quote, meet others had not yet arrived. Self-declared prophet Pietro... If it's a Russian name, lady love, you're not going to be able to hack it out. Yotre. Those Russian names are hard. Kuznetsov. I know. I need my friend. <laughs> Who established his true Russian Orthodox Church after his split with the official church, blessed his followers before sending them into the cave earlier this month. But he did not join them himself. What kind 
of shit is that? You guys got to go live underground, but I'm going to stay here. I got Netflix and shit. I'm going to pray for you guys, but you guys go. You go. <laughs> you got to go do this by yourself. I'm sorry. He was undergoing psychiatric evaluation Friday, a day after oh, he me. was <laughs> a day after he was charged with setting up a religious organization associated with violence. They gave him a psych eval after he created an organized religion. That's not. Ow, 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 ow. Okay. Out of the bathroom. Are you okay? I had to go pee and then I stubbed my toe trying to come out of the bathroom. This <laughs> isn't in the way. The dog is in the way. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Kuznetsov said his group believed that in the afterlife, they would be judging whether others deserved heaven or hell. Followers of this group were not allowed to watch television, listen to radio, or handle money, media reports said. Despite the past tense phrasing of the USA Today head, the true Russian Orthodox Church held on for months despite increasing dangers at their cave stronghold would despite motherfucker. Despite the past tense phrasing of the USA Today head. The true Russian Orthodox Church held on for months despite increasing dangers that their cave stronghold would collapse. But if someone tells me the cave that I'm in is about to collapse, I'm out. I'm not going to be like, it's okay, I'll just stay for a little longer. It's going to be like that fucking, that apartment building in Los Angeles or whatever the fuck it was that like collapsed. In Florida. Yeah, Yeah, that condo. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? There should never be a point where it gets to and it's like, and it, that it collapsed. Like, motherfucker, you're supposed to do like, we have to get yearly checks on our cars to make sure that they're okay and you don't check the fucking house. <laughs> yeah. Foundation's a little shaky, but you guys can say if you'd like, what? <laughs> You'll be all right. It's just leaking a little bit. <laughs> In March 2008, the BBC reported, quote, fresh talks were underway to draw out the congregation. Ultimately, an apocalypse on a much smaller scale eventually forced the women above ground. Here's a bookend headline, this time from an Australian news source. Corpse stench drives Russian doomsday cult from cave. So they only came up because people died. (laughs) With two dead members left decomposing in the enclosed space, The nine final faithful decided leaving the cave and facing the end times in the open was preferable to perishing from toxic fumes. I mean, I guess that makes sense. If I had to, like, think that I was going to die from, like, some kind of fucking pandemic earth ending apocalypse or die from having to smell a dead body, I'd rather just, like, suck in the air that I can't smell. What is happening? (laughs) He keeps distracting me while he's Tell him I said if he doesn't get the fuck away, I'm going to punch him right in his fat nose. He's making us less funny. <laughs> Babe, stop interrupting me or letting us get a beat at you. <laughs> I can't hear him over the headphones. I turned off the fucking transparency thing. Oh, I was at the gym and then I can hear my music and I can hear their music. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And then I was like, oh, I have to put my noise cancellation on, on my fucking headphones. Because if not, it will literally let you hear everything else that's going around you. Oh, my God. That stressed me out. It was fine after I had turned on the noise canceling. But Jesus Christ. 
See, that's why you pay the big bucks for those lady love because they got those. <laughs> Noise right, canceling. Mm. Details on Kuznetsov's fate are unclear. Though it seems he attempted suicide once, his doomsday prediction failed to come true. He was also slapped with a variety of charges, including, quote, the creation of an organization infringing upon citizens' rights. Reports seems to indicate that he may still be confined to a psychiatric facility, having not yet been deemed mentally fit to stand trial. (laughs) I feel like they're giving this dude uh, a little bit too much of a chance. Take his ass, put his ass in jail, kill him. I mean, honestly, though... I feel like this countdown went backwards. Like they went from like the worst to like <laughs> the least. Like it went from people getting their fucking brains and spinal columns boiled in a cauldron to some people just living underground and some crazy guy being like, you got to stay there. Or you're going to die. Nothing tops the cauldron. The fact that dude was boiling people in a cauldron is very disturbing. Yeah, they were just the like, fact that it was a cauldron was is mind blowing. Jesus Christ! I know all I'm picturing is like a big one of those big black cauldrons and like someone just like stirring yes. it with like a giant spoon. <laughs> that, like, That's exactly what I pictured. Brains and turtle shells falling all over the place. Yes, yes. Where's that turtle that I scraped up and ate earlier? Oh, there it is. You go in the cauldron too, sir. Like what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah i I don't know maybe he was just trying to rip the band-aid or she sorry her name was cheryl maybe cheryl was just trying to rip the band-aid off and they're like you know what let's go worst to best (laughs) we'll finish off not so bad i'll give it to you sharon you know you started with a shocker and then it's just not 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 that terrible yeah i don't know i feel like i prefer it the other way though it's like go from not so bad to like the worst possible and strong that is a strong finish. I mean, it, it, it's not as strong as the first one, but I'll take it. Because after seeing people or after hearing people being boiled in a fucking giant cauldron with brain and a spinal cord and all that shit, you know, it makes the last one look like a, a walk in the park. Yeah, it's like people were underground and then they were like, you know what? Freddie died and he smells really bad. And we, we can't go, do it. Guys. Yeah, we gotta leave. <laughs> like, we should sorry. go back to the upside world. Yeah. I mean, our cult leader's not here, so it must not be that bad. (laughs) (laughs) Not badly, love. It was good. It was good. Yeah, it was definitely decent. I don't mind it. I don't mind it either. I definitely can't wait to have time to do actual research, though, so I can, like, deep dive into some fuck shit. Because I I love so much when we have, like, those good, like, crazy things that you, you only see in the movies, and then you're like, oh, that's real life. Yeah. We'll get back to it. We're just in a weird position right now. I know. I cannot wait to move, Lady Love. Like, literally every five minutes, I just keep thinking to myself, I can't wait to have another bathroom. I can't wait to have a normal-sized bathroom. Like, this morning, I was trying to put on my makeup because I decided to, like, switch up my routine. And, like, usually I would get up, you know, shower, get dressed, brush my teeth, and then put on my makeup. But now I've been, Mm -hmm. like, getting up, showering, whatever, putting on my makeup first, and then getting dressed. So that I'm not mm-hmm. rushing to like get this eyeliner right. Cause you know what it's like when you're trying to get the eyeliner even on both sides. Yeah. You can't rush that lead love. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to do it. And then like Dev gets up and he's like, I need to get in the mirror. I got to grab this. And I'm like trying to do my <laughs> eyeliner. I keep opening the fucking mirror. Ugh. Oh my God. That's funny. 
I'm glad we have two bathrooms. You could just go into the spare one for anything you need. Well, Lady Love, and it's can't, game changer. Can't wait, Lady Love. Like at this new house, we have two bathrooms. We have the master bathroom in our bedroom, and then we have the bathroom downstairs, which. Either one of the bathrooms is bigger than our bathroom that we have now, since it's the size of a fucking closet. <laughs> it is a very tiny bathroom. My bathroom was only bigger, but I had that gigantic storage space in it. I know. But your bathroom was like a good size where you could have like two people standing in it comfortably. It was a normal bathroom. Yeah, mine is not. Mine is like <laughs> not even big enough for one person to stand in it. But I can't wait to love Two bathrooms mean two toilets, which means two toilet lights. And Dev hates that, <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> I can't believe you're sticking with the toilet lights. I love it just because it annoys Devin. <laughs> oh, Lady Love, next they're going to be like a fucking sink light. And he's going to be like, what's happening? Like, there's lights on everything. I don't care. He should be thankful with his sleepwalking ass. <laughs> I know. Eating fucking cherry pie with his hands. <laughs> <laughs> next, there's going to be an LED light. By the kitchen counter if he doesn't, if he keeps it up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but if you like us, like us on our Facebook group at Wine Wicked Crimes and Cat Moms Oh My. Or you can follow us on our Instagram at Cat Moms Oh My Podcast. You can follow us on the Twitter, even though there's literally no purpose because <laughs> I haven't logged into it in like months. I'm like barely able to post on the fucking Instagram most days. <laughs> Oh, Lady Love, I'm sure that account is closed. Oh, Lady Love, there's, <laughs> there's no way it's not. I'm pretty sure I'm going to hit Twitter and it's just going to be like, you're signed out. And then I'm going to be like, fuck, because I don't remember any of the stuff. <laughs> We've closed this account due to inactivity. Oh, sweet. <laughs> cool. So you can follow our inactive account <laughs> at, on Twitter <laughs> at catmomsonmypod. Or if you want to email us, you can email us at catmoms2 at yahoo.com yeah yahoo (laughs) (laughs) or you can support us and help us not have to fucking work jobs and be terrible and maybe we could do in-person recordings if you help us out you could join us for one dollar for like shout outs and shit or you could join us for five dollars and you can hear our hilarious outtakes and whatever the fuck else we decide to put up there (laughs) I don't know. We got to still record drunken disorderlies that we've been talking about for like months. Uh, <laughs> so hard to get drunk over the phone. Oh, it's so weird. Yeah, it doesn't help with fucking fathead over there. <laughs> Constantly interrupting. Yeah, <laughs> but not at all. <laughs> Join us on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash cat moms owned by. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully if I close next week or not or whatever the fuck, either way, this episode's going to come out and we might have one next week or we might not. I'm hoping that we do. But either way, we'll at least get you one every other week, which we have been. Yeah. Until like yeah, it's not bad. No, it's at not. least it's not like a, a four week stretch where it's like no new episode. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not trying to do that. I at least want to be able to do every other week because right now it's been crazy. Yeah. But like I felt I was so pissed because like I was supposed to move like you know on the fifth and mm-hmm. I was like I was like not doing stuff because I'm like pecking like crazy and I'm like oh I gotta get all this shit done before we move and then they're like oh bitch you're not moving I don't know what you thought and <laughs> you I was ain't like, going nowhere yeah they're like you out on the seventh and I was like okay cool and then I'm like hurrying up trying to finish other stuff and then they're like 
nah, bitch, you got until the 17th now. So now, <laughs> you know, I got a little time on my hands to do episodes. <laughs> That's funny. We will see you next week. Good night. Bye.